Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, co-founder and director of Disclosure Network New York. 
is a grassroots organization now celebrating our 18th year of providing two meetings a month throughout the year in Manhattan in the West Village. Our motto right from day one is, quote, connecting the dots to seek truth, unquote. And that is exactly what we do at DNNY. We focus on cutting-edge UFO ET issues, paranormal phenomenon, as well as many important related subjects from a wide variety of sources as we go deep into the exciting and sometimes very misunderstood items that the mainstream press will not disclose at all and aggressively create diversions away from the truth. Our members do intensive investigative research into these various topics and share that information with the group at our meetings as well as on our Internet with the followers we have, and that's quite a lot right now. We also have available to everyone worldwide the DNNY News Blast. It's an email service focusing on the topics of special interest to us all, and that is totally free to everyone. Just visit our website, and I'm going to give you that address, www.dnny.info. Again, that's dnny.info, I-N-F-O. And type in your email address where it's asked for, and then you'll be connected with us. We have many hundreds of people who have signed on already, and more are joining every day. Again, uh, it's offered by DNNY, and it's totally free. Um, Our guest tonight for our podcast is my very good friend and and colleague, Dean Warren. And, Dean, a very warm welcome to you tonight, sir. Well, thank you and Hercules for uh, having me on. Uh, I want to give just a very brief uh, introduction uh, to you tonight, uh, to our listeners. And this is taken from our uh, promo because you have been our guest speaker a couple weeks ago at the meeting, and you're going to be our guest speaker for part two this very coming Sunday. And we can talk more about that in a little while. So here's what we had for the promo for you, Dean. Uh, Atomic scientist and blacklisted lawyer, uh, uh, Dean Lauren connects the dots for the 5G trade war, increased UFO news, and the Madoff money laundering scheme. By following the money trail, truth discards the, the false narrative, satellites become sexy, and the Madoff Ponzi scheme is known to be a Bush CIA heroin money laundering operation cover-up, headed by no less than Lawrence Rockefeller and Barbara Pierce Bush. Uh, Ex-Wire... Blacklisted for exposing the how the huge Hubbard offshore tax havens in the British Virgin Islands, and currently co-host of several media shows. A recently Dean dodged the Department of Justice sovereign citizen entrapment scheme and uncovered 200 luxury private skyscrapers released nationwide for federal courthouse with ownership hidden in New York State authorities. Dean was monitored under Dr. Walsh, who discovered uh, uh, plutonium-239, sorry, 
plutonium-239 used for fission chain reactors before being fired by Washington University of St. Louis for refusing to fail 10% of his students using the bell curve. Wow, Dean, that's a lot of very major activity in your life so far, my friend. A lot. Well, Nick, there's, let's cut it down to the chase. The Madoff was a money laundering scheme to purchase the satellite and robotic technology to harvest subspace. And you have to ask yourself, where did that come from? It came from Barbara Bush and Lawrence Rockefeller putting together what was family schemes for money laundering to the Federal Reserve Treasury. So we, that's as simple as it. They were washing the drug money through the Federal Reserve. They got caught with the Madoffs, who were fronting for them. And they used all that money to build a satellite and rocket system that has, at this point, not been totally disclosed to the American public. But we have paid for it. Does that make sense? That's incredible. That is absolutely mind-boggling news. And I don't think anybody has ever heard of that before. Well, I think you're finding out now. um, And what's interesting, and first of all, I I have to do a shout-out for President Xi Jinping. I just thought it was special that China had the guts to stand up to the United Kingdom, Britain, and say, look, Hong Kong is back in China. If you want to continue your colonialist rant, concentrate on Brexit, because that's where you're going. And leave Hong Kong and China to the Asian people who live there, all right? Because at this point, the British colonialists, it's all about, let's cut to the chase. It's all about the South China Sea oil, and Hong Kong happens to be right in the bay where they could set a huge oil well. All right? Like Taiwan. We're talking about oil fields off of Cuba. For those people that don't know, there are major oil fields off Cuba that are currently producing oil that France is selling to the world on behalf of Russia and Cuba. That's incredible. No, it's not. Gerard Depardieu, Depardieu said it to everybody on, on national radio and television. And because of it, his son was murdered. I mean, if you care to listen to these people, they will tell you the truth, you know, until they are told not to. So now that we know that everything connected with Hong Kong, Taiwan, all the way up to Japan, they're about, just like we, if you go out to the west coast of America, we're talking California, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, you are going to see oil fields off the shore. Well, you're going to see that in China within the next 10 years. And what's happening is, for the most part, And we're going to see a shift in our oil refineries. We always get screwed with gasoline because our refineries do a heavier oil than the light oil that's being currently produced. That's why we are exporting all this oil, because the oil refineries 
in the United States are geared towards the heavier oil. Now, you would think that they could modify them, but they haven't. And Saudi Arabia is the only country to come in within the last five years and build a new refinery. That is why gas is so cheap right now, because usually the American refineries shut down in March, April, and May for, for rehabilitation, whereas this year Saudi Arabia kept refining, so they were forced to stay open. So that's why gas is 220 across the nation. And in 2014, we were facing gas at $7 a gallon. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. I mean, think about it, folks. Is it so far, you know, in the past of 2014, where gas was 430 440 a gallon and was mm-hmm. going for 5 Yep. That was December 2014 when they tried to pull the assassination on um, – Oh, gosh. Uh, the current king, King Salman bin Abdulaziz Assad's uh, brother. Oh. The, well, you know, he's one of the seven brothers of Saud. So bringing this all in together, where can we say we are tonight? Well, I have to say ad astra to the stars because we are now looking at the breaking point of when the United States now has to acknowledge a subspace economy. I mean, I'm watching all these fireworks in the sky. I mean, I got fireworks to the right. I got fireworks to the, the northwest, east. I got fireworks to the north. I got fireworks Macy's to the west. I've got these crazy Guyanese over here shooting uh, rum and candles at us. So, what I'd like to say to the people is this all this money that was taken in by the CIA illegally washed at the Federal Reserve has been invested in a space economy or is now trapped in the Cayman Islands. And I say trapped because of Brexit. You can no longer get that money out of the Caymans without sending up a red flag. And it got in before the red flag was raised with Madoff. Every day at 3.30, Bernie used to roll the accounts from 1985 to 2008. And, in fact, I just filed with Interpol yesterday. And I just want to say that I have to say, look, how could you miss 20 years of international phone records to a money laundering island. You couldn't unless you were purposefully doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. There were 5,300 tapes. So setting that aside, we now know that because Merrill Lynch is now dead in the water. For those people who are not aware of how they did it, Bernie would take all the stolen money from the trust and estates and all the pension funds, all the employee pension funds, He would roll them into one street account at Merrill Lynch. Merrill Lynch, using the Bloomberg terminals, would buy Federal Reserve uh, Treasury notes. They would turn around, sell the Treasury notes at an increased price. We call that a margin to China, Saudi Arabia, and to other pension funds. 
mm-hmm. maybe even to the same pension funds that they borrowed from well, without from knowledge. Wow. Yes. We're talking CalPERS. We're talking New York State employee. We're talking Illinois. We're talking the ACLU. We're talking everybody. See, you see, this is why it's so dramatic right now. Because all that money that was stolen was either put into luxury real estate or a space economy or is parked offshore in the Caymans. Maybe some in Ireland as well in all these mega corporations, which Hmm. is why Britain is fighting so hard against having a hard backstop at Ireland where Northern and Southern Ireland meet. Now, I'm a big proponent of having a united Ireland. You know, so, again, Britain is stepping in with its colonial, you know, viewpoint because they want to hold on to Northern Ireland. Yep. Why? You know, come on. This is Ireland. Let it be united. Let it go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, I mean, they call it the night of troubles. You know, where everything, where the kids are being shot up in Northern Ireland. I mean, they call it the, the, the troubles. So let's, let's bring it on home one more time because I can tend to stray. So we got this, let's set aside this big, huge trillion dollars that's in the Cayman Islands. I would say we've got about 20 trillion in the Caymans. We got another 20 trillion in the space economy. Now, they're already, and I think it's because of your show, Nick, that they are now starting to break a lot of this news about harvesting satellites. All of a sudden, we're seeing this whole new robotics industry now being put forward this month. Yep, that's true. And I I don't think it's coincidental. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you this, because today I went on line and I saw the trailer for Ad Astra, the new Brad Pitt movie that's coming out in September 2019, right? It is based on extraterrestrials. For those people who don't know the story. I did not know that. Wow. What's the title of it? Do you know? Ad Astra. A-D, that means two in Latin, and Astra means stars. A-S-T-R-A. Okay. I, I understand all the Alien abductees use that as their their meeting call when they get there. So, and I've got one next to me now who is like looking for robotic robotic ships as we look now, in case one of them flies by us. So, we're, last year they were parked outside. So we're oh, the Rome, if we don't get shot by the Roman candles this year, we could be abducted if we're not. So. <laughs> to bring us, I'm telling you, the Roman candles are now shooting over the roof. So, oh, there goes one. So I can hear I it. Am, I can hear it in the background. Like, it sounds oh, like you're in war. Absolutely. This is, we're not even at the finale yet. So, for <laughs> folks, you have to understand the Hollywood machine. They want to get the people riled up to go see this movie. I mean, it's got everybody in it. It's got Donald Sullivan. It's got Tommy Lee Jones. Sutherland. What do you call his name? Sutherland. Sutherland. What did I say? Sullivan. Sullivan. No, Sutherland. She, she can't Sullivan. understand my, my southern accent when I start to roll everything at the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's been a long day. And um, 
so you got Tommy Lee Jones, you got Brad Pitt, you got a lot of mega stars here. This right. is the big fall movie. And so what are they producing or, or, or aiming for? They're introducing that Tommy Lee Jones, who is the renegade father of Brad Pitt, has an energy source which is threatening the universe. Okay. And Brad Pitt has to go to the edge of the universe to convince his father not to destroy the universe and to give the energy source to all of humankind to benefit humankind. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's extraterrestrial uh, aspects along the way. So, so, so we've got so this huge... Pardon? So, so the end game, what they want to come across and say to people by the... By the the, the ton. What they're trying to bottom line say in this movie is we are now in subspace. Meaning right before the last bit of atmosphere where all the satellites are. We have full uh-huh. control of them. In fact, there's a part where I think Brad Pitt is repairing a subspace station and he falls to Earth. Oh. So what they're trying to tell the people is we're here already. Yep. And, and this is what it is visually. Yep. You know? Okay, so that, so that's where they're going with this. That's where they're trying to tell the masses that this is this is what the message is. This is what you need right. to know. Right, because remember, the only other image we have are the Apollo moon landings. Oh my god, yes. Or the space station. But now they're introducing a whole robotics satellite grab system from like the shuttle uh, and they're not shuttles like space shuttles they're just like F-16s that are flying in subspace with robotics there's no people there they don't need oxygen these are right. computer these are like the planes that flew in 9-11 they're on artificial intelligence computers mm-hmm. Yep. and I don't want to use artificial intelligence because that keeps this like woo 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 you know like Twilight Zone. It's yes, a computer. It it's a Mac computer. A PC. And so it's nothing we haven't seen, nothing we will not have seen in the last 10 years. So, then, so it's a lot, I, it's a lot yeah. easier to put, uh, to put robotics in space that doesn't need air or food or anything like that than it would be to try to put uh, real people in space that need air and food and uh, real shields against all the radiation belts that are out there. Correct. You absolutely got it right. And you can just do it from all, like, NASA Goddard in Beltsville or out in Aust- uh, Texas or Florida, Cape Canaveral. You don't need all this shielding and all this extra money to put a space monkey up there. Mm-hmm. We're talking. We're just talking. All you have to do is shield the computer, a, a missile with a computer. What's so hard about that? Yeah, yeah, that makes total it's sense. Cheap. I mean, it does make sense. That's why you're seeing such a backlash against uh, that guy, um, Elon Musk, who put oh. up SpaceX. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because he's challenging them in, in an economy they don't want to be challenged. You bet. <laughs> right, exactly. Which is exactly what the Nazis did in World War II when they did the Nazi bell. 
they weren't right. doing this whole new space technology. They were challenging the United States Atomic Energy Commission that was basing its economy on uranium being mined from the Congo in Lankasha. That's your whole Israeli, you know, atomics. That's your whole uh, uranium being moved from southern Congo to Tanzania, from Tanzania to uh, Uganda, and Idi Amin shipping it to Israel. Mm-hmm. Fairly easy. It's the AIDS route. Everywhere the uranium went, AIDS was to follow. Because all these people were dying of uranium mining, and you had to hide it. So what did they introduce? A hepatitis, a modified hepatitis. So that they could explain away all these people dying from uranium mining. No, you know that's what, I've, Dean, I've never, that's an amazing explanation. I've never, ever heard that anywhere before. Well, My I guess DNNY is like hearing it tonight. Yeah, so, exactly. So let's, wow. So let's step up to the plate one more time, because now you have a United States military which has been, seriously, we are in no position to go to war for another five years, minimum. We cannot physically or mentally go to war. So all this saber-rattling is is a total Broadway show because over the last 20 years, they have maneuvered the admirals and generals to be replaced by computer mems. They've videotaped them. They've audiotaped them. They can now produce their computer images. They can produce their, their voices. These yep. are, this is that Nancy Pelosi where Virginia just banned artificial video editing of to make people look differently on videos. Oh. Well, I have news for you. They just shot all the aliens out of the sky. <laughs> and, and, uh, but it looks beautiful. I, so hope now, that the, uh, I hope that the birds that are all flying in the, in the sky are somehow dark and get out of the way. I hate to see birds uh, die because of the fireworks. The you know? birds are not in the sky. Are you crazy? It's, it's dark out here. They're in the trees. I hope so. I hope for their sake they are. <laughs> oh, Bill, I know. Like believe a, me. The, the, uh, the background of uh, uh, where you are is just, uh, it just sounds like World War III is, is breaking as we I'm speak. I'm surrounded by lights everywhere. It's like Emerald City, Oz. It's like, every, you know, if they had fireworks over the Emerald City, it's, it's like incredible. So, oh, yeah. They put a lot of money and effort into that, and they're shooting it off from the Brooklyn Bridge tonight. They've changed the location of, of where they are shooting all the fireworks from. So Macy's oh, got – this is one of Macy's big deals is, is tonight, of course, of July, of course. And we're watching it as we speak. Yep, so yep, now, we are. So you've got Hollywood doing this huge machine for Ad Astra. You have the United surprise, States huh? military – Yep. Now going in to harvest subspace or a subspace economy. So, we, but we, this is no, this is the reason why I brought up colonialism. Okay. The United States only owns this airspace above it. China owns the airspace above it. 
Remember, the way colonialism started was the nations owned the rights from the center of the earth all the way up through space. That's true. I forgot about that. You're right, yes. when, When the satellite flies over China, no matter how far up, it's in China's airspace. So they have to decide at the United Nations, when does subspace end and when does a universal vacuum of space begin? Think about it. In questions, yeah. Because at this point, any satellites that are outside this this zone of global ownership are free for the picking. Right, right. Like like international... Like international waters, it would be the same thing, correct? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now you have to ask yourself, where does international space start, and when does national space end? So that's what they have to bring up the United Nations in the context of UFOs. Is, is, that, coming, is that coming up? Those questions, are that, is that coming up this year at the UN, do you know? It has to come up this year. You cannot go into a space-based economy without discussing it. We're talking trillions of dollars. Yep, that's true. We're talking investments over the next 30, 40, 50, 100 years. We're not going back to the ground and to the caves, Nick. Mm -hmm. We're going out to space. Yes, we are. Whether it's by robotics or, or whatever, we're not staying on the planet any longer. You know, i got to ask you a couple questions, I've got to ask you a yeah. couple of questions because you're covering some amazing territory here. And I just want to go back a little bit. Dean, what's your take on the, the fact that the uh, United States actually walked on the moon when they said they did? Do you think that did happen that way? Or is there other um, stories? Uh, some people say that we didn't do that. It was only a PR stunt to make sure that we were first, even though we really, in real life, weren't. What is your take no, on all we, that? Okay. We, it was a stunt. It was a photo op because of Cuba. All right? Sputnik okay. had gone up, and the United States couldn't hack being second. Plus, Bush had uh, sabotaged the Kennedy plan to go into Cuba. So you needed a particular um, – so we screw Kennedy, but we give you the space launch. Where did the space launch come out of? Texas. Okay. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, where do you think Area 51 is out in that like Texas, Nevada, Utah space? So, let's just step back. Yes, it was totally fake. What was real was Sputnik. Sputnik okay. was the satellite that actually operated. Yep, yep. And then we've got your Class C satellites that followed. But we didn't have – the space monkeys never came back. <laughs> right. That's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> That's what Planet of the Apes was about, the space monkeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you care to watch the return of the Planet of the Apes and all that, it's the space monkeys landing back. But they never came back. They were all fried from radiation. Yeah, again, the radiation, you know, when I saw the capsule uh, in, in the museum in Washington, D.C., and I saw the capsule there, and I thought, it's so thin. I couldn't believe how really thin it was. And I thought, how would they possibly shield living people inside that capsule with such a thin layer? It would have to be 
what uh, a foot of of lead or something to be able to totally shield from all the uh, radiation that they would encounter. And it didn't make any sense to me at all when I saw it. It, it just seemed like that can't be the real deal. And yet they were saying well, Nick, this is. Yeah. I actually thought you were going to say, I can't believe they thought we would, would believe it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because you can't <laughs> if you look at it. Yeah. Now, if you yeah. look at the reality, you can't. And what's more is like the moon, car, and everything. Oh, please, the golf ball, the flags, please. There are no stars. I just saw a photograph of the moon taken with the stars in the background, and the luminosity had been dropped, so it was like a grayish brown, a grayish okay. gray. So it so, can't be done because NASA said that they couldn't, they couldn't, you couldn't see the stars because the sun was so bright it just glared everything out. Which, of course, I, I certainly, I think every member of the group, the Disclosure Network, didn't buy that for a second. That didn't make any sense because if the stars were there and they were in the wrong place, then you would know it was a totally phony setup. So right. eliminating the stars eliminated one of their obstacles to, to make you believe that they were there. Right, because the constellations could tell you exactly where you were at that time in the universe. It's exactly. like a universal it clock. A, it would take a New York second for scientists to say this is legitimate or this is not legitimate. The stars couldn't be in those places. So just eliminate the stars, right? <laughs> exactly, and the, and the Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> that, right, there was that one photograph where there was what was it, a Coca-Cola can that was on the very edge of the, looked like the set of a moon? Yeah, it happens. It happens in the Game of Thrones. They had water bottles all over the place. That's right, they did. I couldn't believe they would, they would let that go. Oh, I'm sorry, they just got Marcy. <laughs> so, so, what what time is it? Uh, uh, whoa! Oh, everybody. Oh, the aliens are running for their lives. Okay, <laughs> sure Let me just so shout down to these people. Oh, that was special. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's so what time is it over there, Nick? It's 9.34 p.m. And so oh, we got lots of time. I'm seeing it on TV. I'm seeing all the, uh, the fireworks on television right now. And it's it certainly is spectacular. I mean, Macy's oh, takes out all the stops to show an amazing fireworks display. It's never been more grand than right now. Well, is, are the tanks rolling down Washington, D.C. as we speak, or is they oh not putting God. those on how, TV? How about that? You know what you were saying before, Dean, and, of course, as we all know, all some huge tanks were, were going to be in Washington, D.C. for tonight for uh, the, uh, the uh, President Trump's speech, and they were rolling off, and a lot of people said that they're so big, they were digging into the ground and into the pavement, and they're going to have to be redone, and that's going to be more money. And people were worried about the fact that these big tanks were going to be put in Washington, so it looked like some kind of military city, for God's sakes. And you had alluded to that earlier when you were talking about the United States. It looks like they're really armed and ready, but you're saying they're not. It was a total a sham to, to put it up that way when it wasn't. It wasn't the reality. And probably the reality is these are not, they probably yanked everything out of these tanks to make them lightweight. That could be so true. So they're not going to, like, pull through the streets. They're not going to do that. You know, the biggest, let me give you an example. There is a general 
uh, a lieutenant general by the name of Abazad, who was confirmed, well, maybe not before the whole Senate, but by the committee, to be the ambassador to Saudi Arabia. Uh He is the lieutenant general that is known for climbing on top of a bulldozer in, what was it, the Dominican Republic? And that guy's a fool driving a plane over the sky right now. Um, and he drove a, uh, a tractor trailer. It was the Cuban troops that were on some island, and he jumped on the tractor trailer bulldozer and and drove it into the, these people on Grenada, Grenada, okay. the Cuban force, and stopped the Cuban forces guerrillas in Grenada. Now, for those people that have never driven uh, a tractor or a bulldozer, right? the maximum speed is 10 to 12 miles an hour. Okay. So you're telling me that the, and the vibrations at that speed are tremendous. You would, your teeth would be chattering well, because you're going yes. up and down. Yes, of course. The whole thing is shaking because it's not made as a moving vehicle. It's made to lift dirt. Right, it's right, right. Stationary. It's That's not right. made for being on the highway. No. So like everybody was like looking at this guy, going, "What? Would you really believe us? Want us to believe that you actually? What were they all drunk? The Cubans, <laughs> right? And um, yep. so he has not been allowed to go on Saudi Arabian soil." After it was outed, that now you know Xi Jinping used to drive a tractor in Iowa. Oh. You didn't know that Xi Jinping, as a young man, came to Iowa to study farming in the United States. No, did not know that. Very, very interesting. Did you know that his father was also taken into the re-education camps as a young boy of 10 and 13, and his father was broken? And Xi Jinping, who was one of the, quote-unquote, first cadre after the old cadre, was basically put into slave, I don't want to call it slave labor, but a re-education force? That that, that term re-education always is... uh... The term re-education always is a real red flag, like, "Uh uh-oh, we're in big trouble with this re-education business, you know. Well, wait a minute. We are talking about a young boy who was put to the nines by the Gang of Four, Mao Zedong's wife and the rest of the people. Mm -hmm. And so who did they turn to when Jiang Zemin was betraying them with Russia and the United States in 2009, 2008? They turned, you know, and after Hu Jintao was, you know, the president, they went to the one boy who's now a man who had been whipped. His father had been, was an elitist, an intellectual, and who was forced to go into the dirt by these people. Who better to defend against the Rockefellers than somebody who felt their whip? Right, exactly. Think about right. It. Yeah. That is exactly why Mohammed uh, bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, is anybody aware that he has never left the country of Saudi Arabia to study abroad? He is the only prince that is born and bred on Saudi sand. 
I believe I did read that. Yes, that's true. I thought that was kind of weird. Well, it's more than true. This is a guy who's going to defend Saudi Arabia no matter what. No matter what. This is mm-hmm. uh, this is Xi Jinping. He's going to defend China against the Rockefellers and the National Party. That's those are the black helicopters now. The United oh, really? States is getting what? The white NYPD? Oh, it's even worse. I would go with the black helicopters at this point. I would like so um so you see the situation we're standing at right now. Yeah. We've got China defended by a native son. We've got Saudi Arabia defended by a native son. And mm-hmm. we've got these screwed up CIA KGB and they've got a new name, KF Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't know what they they, they <laughs> KFC. I mean, what? I don't want to embarrass you, Putin, but you look like hell at the G20, okay? But um, he looked like he hadn't slept. You know, he's got a new wife now. She's like 24. She just had a kid a couple years ago, so she's that gymnast. He put the older lady on ice. So um, I guess she's ragging him, the young girl. So we're looking at a scenario where the whole economic world global I mean, they want what? Christina Lagarde? Is that how, is that Lagarde? Lagarde. Christine Lagarde in is the what was it? The World Bank or the IMF? No, the, the European Central Bank. She was at the head of the IMF. Yeah, yeah, the European Central Bank. It's collapsing. Well, I mean, Merkel just couldn't even get her man in. She's the laughing stock, lame duck. And for everybody out there, we're talking black swans. We're talking events that shouldn't happen but do happen. Mm-hmm. And I call them black ducks because they tend to shit on everybody. <laughs> so that's between you and me and all the people that are our listening ri- tonight. Our listeners tonight. Okay, fine. I think we can. We're okay with that. Right. So we're okay. So let's let's put this all in one soup kettle. We've got a massive space economy that they have to reveal because how are you going to commercialize it? If all of a sudden it appears, people are not stupid with the Internet. Now, you've got a huge trillions of dollars in the Caymans. How are you Mm -hmm. going to get it out? Right. Okay, and then you've got Hollywood. They want everybody at the box office with Brad Pitt cheering for the aliens. Of course. (laughs) And then, on top of it, you've got to deal with Diamonds or Forever or Moonraker, where they're stealing all the satellites now. You know, that, you brought that up at the meeting, and I thought that was very, very interesting. Just take a moment to, to tell the uh, the listeners about the the pirating of satellites because of what's in the satellites, what they're made of. Just go into that for a moment, if you will, Dean. Okay, so folks, we're lo- we're talking about a hundred thousand old satellites that are up in the space and these satellites are made of the highest grade platinum palladium titanium uh, uranium is still in there Uh, they are because at that point when they were creating this whole space based uh, economy they had to go with the highest degree of metals that they could use Right, they right, couldn't right. go halfway. Yep. 
And so now all this space trash is up there, but I got news for you. We're talking trillions of dollars of value. Why would you go mine a mountain when you can go grab 40, 40 satellites now, are these and, satellites and just not, melt it? But are these satellites not working anymore because they're older and they're not functioning? Is that true? They are functioning, but think about it. They are operating on a um, – remember those old Macs that were, like, on your desk from the 1980s? And there were these, like, little one-foot things that were, like, white, and they looked like, I don't know, a bread box. <laughs> that's, that's what the they, – their operating systems no longer are compatible with the high-end computer systems today. Of course, okay. They, so they're obsolete. They take a thousand years to process information when the new ones are down into gigaseconds. Exactly. So there they are sitting there in space, and they're loaded with precious metals. Right. So what are you going to do? You're going to rob them. That's incredible. Wouldn't you? I mean, are you? I mean, come on. Are you just going to let them sit there and look nice in the sky so that they could fall and burn up in the atmosphere, and you lose maybe about, I don't know, Oh, maybe fifty thousand to you know five hundred thousand dollars per satellite. Wow! You know, in reclaiming metals. I mean, you know, depending on what what's in it, you know, and who knows what are in these satellites. That's also true. So, so that if you had the means to go up there and 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 snatch them and bring them back home to where you were, you would have a quite a fortune every time you did that. Right, and so now we get to the sticky question. What happens if you start stealing Russian ones? What happens if you start stealing the United States ones? What do you don't... Pirates! We have always had piracy. We have always had the black market. Do you not think they're up there now stealing the old ones? Without Incredible. hoping nobody will spot them? What do you well, think? Well, that's what I'm space? saying. There's, there's, there's probably at that point they didn't have cameras, and they're probably, even if they did, not working now, so there'd be no way to see who was stealing what. Well, they're getting signals from all of these old satellites. Okay. And so they're watching which ones disappear. Ah. Okay, so, you know, what's this Russian United States space station? What are they doing up there? Really? What the hell are they doing up there? They're well, stealing satellites. Question. They're doing weather modification controls. You know mm, that I believe. Yep. Let's let's just bring it down, and just start at square one at the United Nations. And no, let's get rid of the United Nations, and put it back in Switzerland, because they start have started the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and I think they did Pakistan and India. Right? That's how they they screwed up all the divisions when India and, and before Pakistan was created, it was India and uh, whatever, the Hindi and the Muslim over there. So they are a failed peace organization owned by the Rockefellers. Yep. So let's get rid of them. And let's uh-huh. just hold another G20 with some type of agreement on if you steal our satellites, we'll blow you out of the sky. Oh, boy. Right? I mean, if somebody's going to steal your car, what are you going to do? Yeah, You're going to retaliate. You're going to retaliate, yep. That could be pretty pretty scary stuff because that could so, start the war. The war would start from space. 
Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to map, you're going to map every existing satellite, and then you're going to set up a schedule to harvest them. In a very logical way, like cleaning your your living room. Incredible. And and if if I start to like um, zone out here, it's because I'm now dodging Roman candles. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing this on TV, and it's pretty it's pretty awesome, but it's also a little scary too because of the the intensity of of all the, uh, the the fireworks that are going off. It's pretty amazing. They must be winding up at some point because. I think it's almost no, time. No, these are the ones the that finale. are like 15 feet from our heads. <laughs> well, be sure and duck to you. We don't want to move. No, no, this is the ones that are at our, aimed at our heads. I'm, we're looking at the Macy's across at the river over there, which are what? How many miles is that? Like three miles? Maybe two Pretty miles? Pretty close. Pretty close. All right, well, two miles. But, but then we got them to the north. We got them to the east. We got them to the, the – there they go in the south. The south always has good ones. They have the big white ones. Yeah, the illegal ones, as Marcy says. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so let's just look at it. It's all about how do we create? How do we say to everybody in the world, we're there. We're already in subspace. Mm-hmm. How do we monetize it? How do we, you know, if we are going to embrace UFOs, unidentified flying objects, unidentified flying objectives, unifying flying objectives, whatever you, you, you want to call it, space aliens, robotic ships, whatever, extraterrestrials, you know, pirates, we're there. You know, it's amazing, and we talked about this at the last DNNY meeting, how much the, uh, the media has has totally turned 180 degrees from saying that UFOs are uh, are not real, they're a joke, there's no such thing as UFOs. They've been saying that for more than 45 years. And now it's a complete 180 degrees turn saying that, well, yes, the photographs are real, yes, UFOs do exist, yes, we've tracked them on. They're going on and on, reversing their original uh, output, Saying from denial to saying confirm, it's confirmed. It's a major effort now to change the whole uh, dynamic of what people are thinking about UFOs in space. It, it's so and why? deliberate. So and deliberate. The reason it's, why? It's, yep. Is because now it's they. Because they, the they, next step is we have to tax the people in order to pay. Jesus Christ. We um, we have to pay for a program that we've already stolen the money for. So now we've got to have an excuse. So now it's, oh, by the way, it is real, and so now we can go down that route. It's an, but it's an amazing about face. So we are, and we're going to uh, add a five-cent tax to your bread. We'll add a five-cent tax to your milk to pay for the space program. Mm-hmm. When we've already we stolen the money. Amazing, amazing. So it's going to be even more trillions of dollars for this this effort. We're going to be pulled into another scheme. You know, they're going to tax us to death. It's like the carbon credits. Everybody's going, oh, the CO2. Oh, we've got to stop it and save the planet. Well, they're using scrubbers for CO2, collecting it and liquefying it so they can pump it down the fracking wells. Jesus Christ. And um, 
the CO2 is heavier than the methane, and then it pumps it out. No. They're just taxing us using carbon credits. Using, right, exactly. I, I got to go back for one second about weather modification. Did you see the photographs the other day about what Mexico City was looking like a few days ago? Did you see those? No, I didn't see them. Listen to this. Listen, I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh, first of all, I thought it was Montana in December. I was looking at a picture of Montana in December because of the, 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 what looked like snow up, up to halfway up the clouds. And it wasn't Montana. It was Mexico City uh, in, in July because the, they had so much ice and hail that, that rained down in that whole region. That you couldn't believe your eyes. At the point of weather modification, you were at the Gay Pride. There was not supposed to thunderstorm, but right at 3:45, boom! For 30 minutes, it came in. Everybody scattered, you know. Yep. You know, Mm -hmm. and then they had to regroup. I mean, that was time to disrupt the parade. All right. Bottom line, they've had control of the weather since 1950s. Absolutely true. They've had control of the jet stream. Right. All right, they just got to bounce it. And you do it by, you know, putting up chemtrails with metal ions in it because the jet stream are air particles moving which carry an electrical charge. So if yep. you seed it with particles that are metal, you can control it. And has been going on for years. And that means that hurricanes going through major cities, they, they, they are made to do They're that because there's them. a way to, to divert all that. They won't do that. So when you see or things they like are, in that, fact, steering them into cities. It's weapons, weaponry, of, weaponry of our our weather, weaponry of our weather, and that is amazingly scary, and that's going on all the time. And that's not talked about in the media almost ever, ever, and that's very so disturbing. Just, we will do well, that. I got news for you. They have just lit up the, light. Uh, Awareness. Across so the East River, it looks like a football a stadium. Bit. It's the end of uh, our journey for today. Um, oh, is so, it? Yes, it, it went by very quickly. Thank you. Uh, and uh, if everyone can share their contact information, uh, we will move on and schedule another show and have you back. Uh, I would love to have Dean back. And Dean, please do a part uh, part two on your podcast because you're an amazing guy. You've, you've got incredible information, and certainly we need to know all this. So I just thank you so much for, for sharing yourself for this hour for my podcast. It was delightful. And by the way, Dean is going to be our guest speaker this coming Sunday at 2 awesome. o'clock. And you can get all that information by going to dnny.info. And that will give you the time, the date, wow. everything about it, uh, where it's going to be, and how to give, how you must have a, a RSVP so we know how many people are coming. And, and the, uh, the uh, website tells you exactly four simple steps to do an RSVP so you'll be counted. So, so that's all they really need to know, dnny.info. That's right. And bring your fireworks to what you got left because we got the helicopters going crazy now. <laughs> okay, it thank you again, gentlemen. This was a phenomenally awesome uh, show. Um, Nick, you are incredibly awesome. I think very highly of you, as you know. And uh, I posted whatever links I had uh, to uh, our uh, um, promo for today. If you have any others you'd like me to add, either of you, just let me know and I'll gladly add them. 
Oh, thank you so much, Hercules. Really appreciate that. You're the best producer anyone could ever have, and I just thank you so much for all your efforts. I'm greatly honored. Um, and now we're going to hear Dave the Bard's Holdren Born, and then we'll be back with Hugh Charlson. Sunset moonrise And see how the land is made In silver hue You feel so lonely Come with me and let me show There are others just like you Feel the powers of earth, sea and sky Of dragon and fairy and shades of the night Hear the call of our ancestors of blood and bone Of womb and tomb and standing stone Lady, stir your cauldron well Chant your words and sing your spell Deep within Through the illusion 
Our Age of Heroes initiatives have harnessed the creative energy and focused the attention of many heroic individuals with radically diverse backgrounds over the years, directing towards improving the collective quality of human life. The Age of Heroes welcomes secular, interfaith, and interfaith participation. As with the Argonaut expedition of old, the children of different and sometimes warring gods are invited to partner with exceptional mortals to face great challenges and accomplish great things. Our next guest is certainly a man of accomplishment, uh, one who is here to teach us how to become a blessing to our world and usher in a more positive era. Greetings and welcome, Hugh Trollson. How are you? I'm terrific, Hercules. Thank you so much. And I want to wish everyone a very happy Independence Day and have them focus on the day in a way that they truly appreciate the freedoms that we enjoy because of the heroes that you just described that put their lives on the line so that we can have our freedoms in this country of America. America doesn't have to be great again. It's always been great. All we have to do is continually look to find the ways that we can unite properly and solve our problems. And it's not, uh, there's four big areas I say that are controlling us. It's mainstream media, big government, big business, and the religions, and they're all tied in together. So I like to keep things in a way that continually opens people's minds in simple ways because Mm -hmm. everybody's so manipulated by all these things that I just mentioned. So I say, look in the mirror and ask yourself who's controlling you. Now, if you don't have a chip in you yet, <laughs> if you do have a chip in you, then there's backdoor on all these technologies, and you, you are somebody else's robot, perhaps. But either way, you have free will and you have creativity. So how do you tap into more creativity? It's getting more spiritual and opening up to God, whoever you feel that may be. I was raised a Roman Catholic. I'm not a practicing Catholic at this point. I have heard enough about all the ways I can get to hell by not doing everything they tell me correctly. So I Mm -hmm. look at Jesus Christ, though, and I resonate totally with Jesus Christ, who I actually asked to be my business partner. That makes me an unlimited well of creativity as well as a creative, intelligent force. And Jesus gave... Two simple basic things on how people should live their life, and even the indigenous people can appreciate that. It's always to put God first. Now, again, I'm not going to tell you how to believe or who to believe, but know that you were were created and you're here for a reason. Whatever that mission may be, you may not ever know, but I think that it's really everyone's here on this planet. We incarnate to learn unconditional love. And as we learn it, we're supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those who can't help themselves. So the second thing Jesus said is to love your neighbors yourself. Now, that doesn't mean you can be a doormat and if you have somebody horrible next door that you can't stand, don't interact with him, but pray for him. He may be going through things you may never understand, but the negativity that he's putting out It's going to come back. The law of attraction is very simple and basic. What you put out is what you get back. So just keep focusing in the simplest ways. We have all these 
sophisticated, supposedly sophisticated technologies, but if you really go back in time and, and start investigating on your own, I don't know if you've, Hercules, ever heard of what a golem, G-O-L-E-M, is? Back oh, of in the Yes, a lot of people don't even know that, but that's <laughs> something that uh, in the Jewish heritage, they created uh, sort of like a artificial uh, intelligence or, or, or a man out of clay way back when. Uh, yes, yes, so, And I, I don't delve into all the areas like the gentleman that you just had on before. I've had uh, some very interesting things that may, they may take an interest in. And here again, because of the way that I've tapped into source, if you want to call it that, or just what I can't handle when I let go and let Jesus take care of things that I can't handle, my faith is rock solid. Because if you even have a pinhole to let the darkness in, that can come in more and more and, and throw you way out of whack. But if that faith is rock solid, you can see your way through anything. And Jesus even said, even greater things than what he did can be accomplished. So I'm not looking to outdo Jesus. I'm looking to partner with Jesus. So there you go. That's where, that's where uh, I, I only want to do things in the way that he wants them done at his time, uh, not my time or, or not my way. So even if I'm just planting seeds, and that's going to really manifest in a way that's going to be a blessing in the generations to come. It's a choice I'm making to change the world from my dining room table. I'll be 75 in September, and I've had quite a bizarre life. I've had UFO paranormal and near-death experiences, and I know you've looked over the big website quite a bit. I even have yeah. synchronicities and quantum entanglements. I have common background with President Trump. I pray for him. I hope that God will somehow hit him with a lightning bolt and get him going in a better direction to unite the country. But uh, he has a big heart for the veterans. I know why that is, too. That I, I think that's proving out on the 4th of July. I think he looks at the military as his Gestapo force for the world. But all these global elites, uh, the spirituality that's coming globally very quickly, uh, it's changing everything. So don't be overwhelmed by technologies. In fact, I tell people, put down your devices, go out into nature, which I say is God's classroom, and just resonate with it. Look at the beautiful surroundings, the flowers, the trees, listening to the birds. They're singing because all their basic needs are met. Uh, so God knows who you are. You, some people I've run into say they're God. I say, do me a favor and tell me how you created yourself. You'll entertain me for about a half a second. No, <laughs> you're not God, but we all have a God spark in us. Um, mm -hmm. we, we further enlarge that spark by how we, we tap into our spirituality with God. That's where the creativity gets better and better, and the synchronicities will occur more and more. I have synchronicities yeah. that keep pulling up from my past. They're mind-blowing, and I have some, uh, especially, too, with the gentleman that you had on before. Let me give three words just to get people to this big website. My okay. last name, just Google my last name, Trollson, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N, the word and, A-N-D, and then Trump, T-R-U-M-P. You'll see a lot of interesting information on that page. But in the menu, if you click on the page that says, media review, 
there's a lot of information related to UFO and, and things on that page. And yes, also please. on that page is a beautiful presentation, a YouTube presentation that was done interviewing a Russian defector some 30 years ago. And all these socialist types that want everything for nothing, when you look at that and see what he has to say, you're going to get everything for nothing. And then you'll be under the thumb of just a few. Do you want to be under a Putin? Uh, do, you, do you enjoy that lifestyle? Do you think the people, the masses under him are enjoying life as, as we are here with our freedoms? How about China? How about North Korea? Why are we having our president cozying up to these kinds of people? Is he really a faction of another global elite? There are different factions. I don't yeah. know. That's why I pray for him, and I, I am willing to help him and help these other countries at the same time open up. And here's where we can be the true example for the rest of the world by just uniting, solving our problems. Let's stop the racial baloney. Let's give, finally, the respect and the honor of the indigenous people that were genocided based on religious beliefs. <laughs> and other yeah. things too because they, they wanted their land and everything but they're still in their heart of hearts they know uh, through their own spirituality that uh, they, 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 everything is based on love that's God energy again that's the most powerful energy there is so that's where people should be focusing more and more not what did they do and what are they doing and what are they going to do next I'm proactive and exposing the global elites and everybody that's controlling us before they do put the hammer down. And uh, I don't know how many people really know or look at things in the way I do, but I say to people, election day is every single day you buy a product. That's not certain days, but every day you buy a product, you're casting a vote for the manufacturer of that product, wherever it is in the world. So if you're buying lead-based painted toys, out of China through Walmart, your kids don't have a choice, but you do. And here's something I think a lot of your listeners probably don't even know. Walmart, a few years ago, paid a fine of $82 million. They were dumping pesticides down storm drains. Now, they paid the fine. It's in and out of the consciousness of people, and they moved on. So what's to stop them from doing something like that again until they get caught or something else? So we're the ones that will stop it when we wake up. I say that every company, you can have the best product, the best customer service. Today, it's no longer enough. With the technologies in place, as people wake up and look at who they're buying from, the company has to be uh, not only producing the best product and giving the best service, they have to be good to their customers, good to their employees, good to the environment, and giving back to the community in ethical, legal, moral, transparent ways. And I have strategies that I'm just rolling out with my business partner, who you're aware of, who's a cybersecurity yeah. expert He's and also involved in ed education, exactly. And he controls that big website, rootingoutcorruption.weebly.com, on my behalf. But <clears throat> my strategies are like a Pac-Man game of transparency that the elites can't get away from. As they take hold more and more, it's going to bring the transparency back to them that like a, a Pac-Man game and they can't get away from it and force them to change their ways or be dealt with legally. And they can't shut it down because it's not centralized and it's not ego-based. What it is is empowering the masses 
in ways that we can mentor them to tap into their own creativity, utilize strategies that we have or create their own once they know how to do that, and we will mentor them at no cost if they're in the networks that we have to have them in to have the tools to work with. So, again, people can be overwhelmed. That's a choice. But there again, I'm sorry? Before you proceed, um, how can that that is a excellent uh, point, and it is a very powerful tool. What you just shared in terms of when you're spending money, you're casting a vote. Uh, in terms of uh, you know which company you're buying from, and you're uh, making a decision about whether their practices are acceptable or not. How would people get that uh, information? How can they arm themselves with that information so that they can? Um, cast the right vote when they're at the cash register? Well, uh, again, just looking over the information on the big website, there's a page titled Business Opportunity that has a lot of information on it, and there's some brief articles uh, related to video transforming global economics, education, politics, religion, and more that I've authored. And uh, they can just listen to some of the shows that I've done because, again, (laughs) my life has been so bizarre. I've been in places and seen things that most people haven't yet i've also experienced at all different levels things that people are going through i had a personal bankruptcy at the turn of the century i've been in a disaster they just had an earthquake out in california i was in los angeles when they had the big uh, Fillmore earthquake back in 1970 i almost got thrown out of and uh, that was quite an experience and then i was flooded out in the blizzard in 1978 up in uh, new hampshire in the Hampton Beach, New Hampshire, with 18 inches of ocean water all over a first-floor apartment. I got an SBA loan, which I eventually paid off. I uh, had, again, all different levels. Uh, I worked at Union Carbide's World Headquarters for about 10 years and was actually there when the gas leak in Bhopal, India happened. I was guarding the executives in their war room. (laughs) They were getting bomb threats every two or three minutes, dumping 3,000 executives out of the building until they put in better security procedures, tape recording, all the phone calls and everything, too. And I was on 9-11, I mean, on Long Island when 9-11 happened. And my daughter was attending, one of my daughters was attending NYU. She wasn't sure she'd survived the whole ordeal. I put out a poem, which can be viewed on a blog, the word creativity777.com. The poem is titled Caring Sharing. I put it out over the radio airwaves as a weapon against terrorism and it calmed people down and if you really reflect upon what the poem is saying it is a war against a a weapon against terrorism the poem's only three lines long it's titled caring sharing it reads if you dare to care then share if you share pay heed god will reward every good deed so it sums up what life should really be all about if you contemplate it long enough it will force you to take an action that helps someone less fortunate than yourself when you do that it's actually a blessing back to yourself that poem is in the president ronald reagan library maya angelo even commented on my poem and i'm looking right now to have it manifest by just donating it to someone who could take it over as a master licensor so people listening to the show if they have that ability just to put the paperwork together and Dave Solano can help in that regard too uh, but this uh, the way I'd like to see it manifest I do discuss it 
on an archived blog talk show after my name, Hugh Trollson, just put caring, sharing, and I, I touch on it there. But uh, what I'm looking for the master licensor to do is have the poem uh, put on like T-shirts and coffee mugs and posters and sub-license uh -huh. it like a Disney character or something. Uh, artists, uh, uh, non-profits and companies can use it for their own use, have it translated and go all around the world. And what I'd like to have the master licensor do is dedicate a percentage of the uh, re uh, royalties to the people of Haiti who can't help themselves. And there's a whole spiritual ebook that can be developed and sold on why I chose Haiti. And here again, this can actually, if it manifests the way I'm envisioning it, change the whole way global philanthropy is done and encourage others to do similar things in the future. So there's always opportunities, no matter what state you're in. I mean, in this country, it's unlimited. We have our freedoms. But people can't express themselves or even talk in these other countries like North Korea and, and Russia and China and Cuba and other countries with dictators and things, too. So we have to understand, too, that prayer is very powerful and people have to start praying for the whole world. Pray for the leaders. Pray for everybody. You don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. What you can't handle, let go and let God, but those prayers are powerful. God will put the ego in check where it needs to be. And I'm not telling people how to pray or what to pray, but uh, I do know from my own investigations that I heard over in Australia, uh, mm -hmm. some indigenous women came to where the epicenter of it, like we just had the earthquake in California, it was supposed to be a huge earthquake, and they did prayer ceremonies at the epicenter and they did have the earthquake eventually but they tamped it down just based on their their spiritual uh, way of praying and also it's been known in washington dc one summer they had prayer groups that were going to look to tamp down the crime rate and the police chief of washington dc said that'll never happen but it did so I people, that, yeah. yeah people are just too focused on the material world and uh, until you face a disaster and have to go through it uh, then it really gets down to what the substance in life is the material goods are also not as solid as you think they are everything is energy no, they're not. if you put if you put your hand under a very powerful microscope you'll see it's not solid at all and the same thing with everything that you see around you it's all energy and we're energy and money is energy, and information is energy. So I have a self-taught expertise of what I term creative utilization of information, and with that, I'm able to create opportunities out of nothing, especially if I know someone's interest and keep them in mind. I can seek out and pre-qualify and bring back to that person or organization something that they can do a successful transaction with. And that's indicated in some of the letters that can be seen on the big website. I think you've seen some letters from big corporations. People don't understand. <laughs> they, they either think I'm too simple and vague or they don't understand that I'm crazy like a fox. <laughs> I'll let well, you fool with me. But <laughs> in, a good, in a good way, though, I, I, I put links up in the promo for the show uh, to your uh, uh, 
um, Trollson and Trump uh, article in Rooting Out oh, Corruption. I, I put a link to your Twitter page and also to Creativity 777 uh, so people can get a, uh, a taste of all the uh, areas that uh, you're focusing your energy on. And it's, it's really quite amazing. You're like a renaissance uh, uh, man. Well, I say I'm uh, like a, a way show and a phoenix rising. Uh, so, uh, But the stories, even though they are about me, I say they're not really all about me. It's about me showing you how my faith in God has seen me through some pretty extraordinary circumstances. As I mentioned, I have the poem in the President Ronald Reagan Library, but back in the early 80s when I had the Wall Street Journal article um, come out around that time. I also got a call from somebody who said that they were with the IRS and they wanted to come and interview me in person. And I said, look, I just have a bunky contract security job. I got my tax refund check. It didn't bounce. But if you have the right kind of credentials, come on, let's go. So they showed up and uh, at the appointed time and I flashed a Secret Service badge and <laughs> came in and started asking me all kinds of questions. I, so I answered all the questions properly, and I, uh, I'm not afraid of the authorities. In fact, uh, uh-huh. you'll see. Uh, so I, I, I cooperate with the authorities. That's the other thing. People are too paranoid. Yeah, there's corruption and everything, but if you don't root it out, it'll only get worse. So let's start rooting it out. Right. So anyway, what happened is I finally asked the Secret Service agent, can you at least tell me what this is all about? He said that there was an unsigned letter received at the U.S. Embassy in London, England, mentioning my name and another person's name, that we had accepted 500,000 pounds British sterling for the Libyan strongman to assassinate President Reagan. <laughs> so, oh, really? Wow. I said, I have no desire to meet any president in person, and even President Trump. I would never even offer to have a a back room conversation with him, what I would love to do, and I hope people will say, why don't you talk to this guy, Hugh, the heartbeat of America? He sent me a couple letters, which is nice, and acknowledged me as a veteran, which is nice, but yeah. uh, and I, I do support everything he's doing to help veterans, but that system is so corrupt, the only way they're going to uh, get that squared away is to get the true investigative journalists, the ones that are fact-based, like the author of that Wall Street Journal article, uh, Jonathan Quitney. If, if people will just Wikipedia, he was quite an interesting gentleman, and he even had a uh, show out in New York, a TV show, where he was exposing corruption, the mafioso types back in the day, too. So, uh, And here again, related to creative utilization of information, that whole Wall Street Journal article, which triggered an investigation that eventually led to the resignation of Jim Wright from Speaker of the House and shame, emanated from one little memo that was sent to me by the person I exposed through the Wall Street Journal article. And here's where the truth always comes to the surface. Uh, Dr. Paul Sines was the one I exposed, and I believe he was a rogue CIA operative, but uh, he denied in the Wall Street Journal article, it says that, that he ever sent the memo until he was confronted with a copy of it. Then he had to admit it because handwriting analysis would have proved it was his signature. The other interesting thing is he actually came up and met with me in uh, New York, and I was having a workers' comp hearing on the day that he came up, and he attended the workers' comp hearing, and in the room they took an inventory of the people that were there, 
And when it came to him, he said that he was representing uh, me as my attorney. And he then denied that, but the hearing record picked it up. So he was guilty of a misdemeanor just from that. So mm. here's the divine protection in a way. Spirituality and God works in my life. I was even arrested from my bed on January 3rd. 2009, I've never been arrested for anything in my life. <laughs> I think I broke up the start of a witch's coven. The uh, head of it had a son who was a sergeant on the police force, and he set me up behind the scenes with two weak-minded women, one of whom was a reverend type and another woman. And uh, that police sergeant is now dead, as well as some of the people that set me up in this thing. So again, I never asked for that, but this is the power that I'm looking to show people you can tap into, but your faith has to be rock solid. Forgiveness, love, and prayer are the most important values in life. And I forgive these people that did this to me, but they've given me a beautiful story that I hope will manifest and really show, especially I support the Me Too movement for the women, uh, but beyond getting acknowledged and compensated for their abuse, they have to get psychological healing, which they're not getting. Otherwise, abusers tend to uh, 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 people that are abused tend to become abusers. So that's sort of the situation that happened to me, and that's where I hope eventually they'll get the help that they need before they go back into spirit. And here's the other thing too: uh, people have to really wake up and understand. You don't know when the game over sign's going to come. That's the end of your life. No, so it could be today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, or maybe many years from now, but it's going to happen. So I say that we are fully accountable when we go back into spirit, whether you believe that or not. So I think it'd be better for you to believe it and not necessarily uh, think that the religion that you're following is going to be your salvation, but, uh, and then you can, like some of the mafiosa types, just to, pay the church off and do whatever you like, get <laughs> a marriage is annulled or whatever. <laughs> no, that, that's, uh, I, I also, uh, I, I want to say too, I'll say a couple of things on here just to show, I, and I don't have fear of the global elites, it's my turn to put them in fear now, and that's okay. why, I, because of my near-death experience, I look at every day in this life that I have now is a total miracle to just be here to be a blessing for others. And thank you for allowing me to come on this show to do some more of that. Uh, so I said on a radio show, I said on a radio show a few years ago that God has harmonics, which are sound waves. And when they come, you can be a global elite sitting on your yacht in the Mediterranean, sipping a pina colada. You might spontaneously combust or explode. The same thing if you're in an underground bunker somewhere, because God's harmonics will go where God wants them to go. The host of the radio show said to me, aren't you afraid of retribution? I said, retribution for what? I didn't do anything wrong. They did. If they have a hitman take me out, I'll ask God to let me eat the hitman's brains out from the spirit world. be quite painful. I'll be more gentle on him than the guy who hired him. So I'm saying it for years, not as a challenge, but if that's the way I go, look out. <laughs> I'll be a lot more powerful on the other side in the spiritual realm. And again, uh, people have to understand that uh, they should always be focused on 
doing things in a way that is based on love and forgiveness and prayer. So I want to acknowledge at this point before I forget, today's a, a birthday of a, a friend who's a presidential candidate. Again, he's been a presidential candidate for years, and I know you've been looking to schedule him to come on the show. He's got quite a big website. I think a lot of people would enjoy looking over. I'm talking about Dr. David Raphael, and his website is light, L-I-G-H-T, party, P-A-R-T-Y dot com. And he's 72 years old, born on the 4th of July. There was another president I came across that was born on the 4th of July, and that was the 30th president, Calvin Coolidge, which is interesting. So yeah. on this uh, day of independence, again, uh, it's interesting to bring some of these things to bear. And uh, I have a lot of other interesting people. You'll see information about my muse, Dame Nicole Brandon, who interviewed me on a blog talk show. She actually grew up in New Jersey and what a gal. To me, she's like a living Statue of Liberty. And uh, mm. she, uh, they actually changed the laws in Atlantic City to allow her to perform on stage and open for acts like uh, Gene Kelly and Frank Sinatra and all those types. And her, you'll, you'll see information about her in the, on the Charleston and Trump page and on the pin post on my Twitter page. But I can go rambling on and on here, but I do, uh, if you have any questions, I'll just interject sure. a couple other things, just the okay. simple and basic things. Questions. I'm sorry. Okay. I do have some questions. So when you're finished sharing what you need to share, I'll ask them. All right. I'll just say a couple more quick things to open people's minds that okay. I like to give people a choice because that's what life is at every moment. You can make a better choice if you made a bad choice. And I say to people, which would you prefer to be if you could be one of these two immediately, an embittered paraplegic billionaire or a healthy, happy person with all your basic needs met. Now, some people might choose the billionaire, but I think after a couple of days, they'd truly regret that choice, especially if they had a nasty nurse or something. And I, I don't put it out too much, but I do want to put it out because of all the chaos in the world right now and the crazies running around that are being manipulated by people that I don't know if they get them on drugs or somehow get them uh, uh, into a, a cult type mindset. But all these people that uh, are Middle Eastern types that have been promised that if they do a suicide mission and blow themselves up and they'll have 21 virgins when they get up to heaven, I, I keep having this daydream of them getting there. I can hear the screams uh, before they. Uh, even get there uh, of the woman that can't wait to get their hands on them. They're all up in their 90s. You can smell them half a mile away. They're all big, uh, different shapes and sizes, and they, they can't wait to get their hands on these guys for eternity. So uh, I hope that they'll enjoy what they, you know, be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. But also, why would you blow yourself up at somebody else's request? Why aren't they showing the way? And I just want to touch on Agenda 21 with the UN, which is de supposed to be depopulating the planet back to 500 million. I said, wow, they really did a lot of work on that. God bless you for all the wonderful time and effort you put into that. But you made one big mistake. 
you should have gotten off the planet and leave the rest of us alone to figure out things. So uh, just simple things to think about. And uh, again, nature is God's classroom. Just get out in it as much as you can and don't take the devices, put them down and just resonate with it and open your heart. That's a form of meditation, just sitting and, and put your feet barefoot on the ground. That actually has been proven to pull uh, inflammation out of the body. It's an old indigenous way of doing things, too. So I'll let you ask me questions, and I'll be happy to take callers, too, if anybody's on that wants to come on and say hello. I don't argue with people. I just wanted to interject this one quick thing, too, if I may. Uh, I'm calling right now for all elections, especially this presidential 2020 campaign, for mm-hmm. all candidates and all voters to understand that they should stop fighting and arguing with one another. It's a proven fact that nobody ever wins an argument. Instead, put your energies into focusing on developing solutions and bringing them forth with respect in your community, in your state, in our country, and for the world. And if the candidates and voters will do that, we will shift very quickly into the way we should be going, and I hope that will happen. I hope it happens, too. I hope that we're able to move past where we currently are uh, and move in a direction that is uh, more compassionate uh, and more empowering uh, than some of the places where we've been uh, recently. Um, the first question I had is uh, you shared your story about the witches before, and uh, I meant to ask, what do you mean by witch? Because uh, I know a lot of uh, people who call themselves witches, and they're good people, and uh, uh, they share many of the same views that you've been expressing uh, today. Um, so, well, again, uh, that's, there's different. if you're talking about like Wicca or whatever, there's a lot of different uh, right. types of witches, too. Uh, uh, there's a page, Ananda of Love, and I'm not sure exactly what she is, I feel that she may be a dark witch uh, because of the way she tried to play games with me and uh, and just knowing who she was over time. I say time will always show where somebody's coming from. And I do send her light and love because I, I don't know exactly what she is, but it's a pretty sad story of uh, if she doesn't have a soul or she doesn't have the wherewithal to figure out uh, what she's doing to people with the way she's trying to manipulate them in a negative way. Uh, she uh, uh, is from the Bronx. She calls herself the Bronx mystic. And uh, she grew up uh, uh, and went to school with son of Sam killer, David Berkowitz. So there's some pretty heavy duty negative energies just from that. And I learned that she had, in her late teens or early twenties had a nose job and that she is very fascinated with the uh, uh, area of uh, Tarrytown and Sleepy Hollow, which is noted for witchcraft, and she's of Italian heritage too, so it might be a generational in the family. I I don't know, <laughs> but either way, in, uh, that's. I'm a Mediterranean person. I'm Greek, uh, and uh, um, you know, basically uh, in Greece, even to this day, they have uh, a wise woman. And uh, wise men as well, and uh, uh, pretty much uh, they they've mastered um, like re- different types of remedies, 
and uh, I'll share an example. I had pneumonia once, um, and I was in uh, Greece on Lemnos, uh, and uh, uh, the doctor couldn't uh, help me. Uh, he didn't diagnose it as pneumonia. That didn't happen until I came back. He believed somebody put the evil eye on me uh, because uh, that's what they believed uh, back then. And uh, so he referred me to one of these wise uh, women, and uh, she muttered incantations and anointed me with uh, olive oil, and she would throw cloves on a charcoal. And, uh, uh, you know, basically I felt better. I felt better than I felt uh, uh, after I saw the doctor, uh, but it awaited my coming back to the United States and going to a doctor here and getting uh, antibiotics and other medications that help uh, cure me. Um, so, uh, again, there are people who use uh, um, the, the source uh, for selfish ends. Uh, and uh, uh, in my long journeys throughout uh, this, this time, uh, I've encountered uh, many people who uh, um, will use their creativity uh, and uh, the invisible as a, as a weapon. Uh, but I haven't met very many people. Most people, regardless what they call themselves uh, or what they identify uh, that I've met that are on spiritual paths are very good uh, you know, people and uh, express a lot of the same things uh, that uh, you were expressing and that you have, and I have talked about um, you know, for a long time. Like, for instance, I'm an Olympian. And uh, uh, that isn't a... It isn't a pagan religion, although many people call it a pagan religion. Pagan means, uh, you know, like you're living in the, the country. So it's like uh, it, it was something the Romans called, uh, the Christianized Romans called religions other than their own because the religions belong to heathens, people of the hearth or pagans, people who lived in the countryside. So uh, hillbillies, you know, so it was a Roman slur on the more ancient uh, forms of uh, spirituality. So I just wanted the audience to understand that there's, a, yeah, there's a big difference between like a, uh, your standard everyday Wiccan or a magician. And then what you were describing as people trying to do harm, you know, with, with bad uh, intent. Uh, and the other thing is that, uh, um, you have demonstrated time and again that you're a very positive force in the world. Uh, and uh, reading through your very many uh, web pages uh, and uh, your very many uh, adventures, um, it's, a, it's a, always an honor to have you on the show uh, because you offer glimpses into a world that most people um, experience but seldomly, yet you seem to live there. And so I thank you for... Uh, uh, sharing your views from the perspective uh, of someone who's been there and done that. Well, that's how I like to talk. And here again, I love to back things up with facts wherever I can. And that's where, once again, I don't like the term fake news. It used to be called propaganda. Right. If it is fake news, it's to me like somebody yelling fire in a crowded theater. We have courts to deal with that. So people... <laughs> If it's fake news, why can't we get them in the courts and stop this and get the, the news that we know is fact-based? But if there's a document, official document, and somebody can't accept that, I can't help them because there's something wrong with the synapses in their brain if they can't understand what facts are. So too many people are really buying into sound bites. And uh, I've said this before, but I'll put it out on this show too again. 
I, I really would love to help President Trump unite the country more. I'll always extend that. I extend it to President Obama. And a lot of people didn't like him, especially President Trump. But in any event, I, it was sort of prophetic in a way. It was funny when he was President Obama was campaigning for the first term. He was campaigning on the word change. And I said, Americans don't want change. We want all our money back. It was just before Wall Street <laughs> collapsed. <laughs> and the other thing, too, which is interesting with my life is this Wall Street Journal article was right around the SNL banking scandal back in the 80s. And on the page that has the Wall Street Journal article with attachments, too, I have a, a little Wikipedia on there for a, a bank just to show people what these banks are all about. It was called Riggs, R-I-G-G-S, Bank. That was a CIA black ops money laundering bank. <laughs> That's yeah. all on Wikipedia for people to look over. And again, there's a lot of things are kept in compartments, and that's how they want it. So uh, no matter who you are, and I've heard there's like 27 levels of secrecy above the president. Uh, and wow. you don't get into the presidency unless you're, they accept you. And again, there are different factions for the elites. And a lot of, and not to, again, bash Trump, but just to show I do know there's a page on the Trollson Trump page, I think it is somewhere, as uh, a, a radio program called God Talk. And I discuss some of my synchronistic background with him. But uh, a lot of people may not know he's a 33 degree Mason. And uh, one of his mentors was also that. And that was. Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, who married him to Ivana in the Marble Collegiate Church. The other mentor, his biggest mentor, and that's where he gets his brashness from, was Roy Cohen, who was involved okay, in mafiosism, and he was a mafioso attorney. And again, now look at uh, Rudy Giuliani, who's representing him. Rudy Giuliani's father was mafioso and spent time in prison. So there's a lot of... Oh, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't know. They just want to accept what's on the surface there. But uh, uh, he's quite a showman, and <laughs> that's uh, I, I just don't understand. Uh, I'd like to have him explain to me. And I, I'll put this on this show, too. Maybe people can ask him, uh, who's this guy who's the heartbeat of America? If people, enough people contact him, maybe he will come out and clarify this. But when he was campaigning in 2016, I did mention it on that God Talk radio program. It's available on YouTube to see that President Trump uh, made his hand like a gun and said he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and it wouldn't affect the loyalties of his vote. Yes, I heard the recording. Yes, and the thing is, he didn't initially come up with that, but he agreed to that sentiment. And I still, to this day, can't make heads or tails of what that was supposed to mean. So to me, as a Vietnam era veteran, I say immediately, I'd be very happy to stand on Fifth Avenue and allow him to shoot me as I represent America and veterans. I said, I don't think it will happen. It's illegal in this country, but if it ever did, I think he'd lose most of, if not all his daughters, I mean, all his voters, when people saw who he was shooting. So when you say the words and they come out of your mouth, it's too late. He's got to start thinking. If he has a good heart 
and he wants to do the right things for the country as far as uniting it, let's do that. Don't create more chaos, because to me, that's what the elites always thrive on. And when he said that he's going to drain the swamp, I don't see that. I see him go leafing the swamp. He loves go leafing stuff. And he's put a lot of his billionaire buddies and things in there. And uh, so, again, if you want truth, he says he loves truth. I'm all about truth. Let's go, Donald. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, I don't believe in uh, bashing people either. I, I believe well, in uh, um, everyone. Yeah, so I always want to stay the, the positive way because uh, in the end, they're all going to be accountable. And uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know what would happen if they start the roundups. I don't like seeing the tanks there today because right away it reminded me of uh, Tiananmen Square and uh, also is this a sign that you see the tanks the next thing you're going to do is start seeing them in your neighborhoods because uh, that could be a UN agenda someday for the elites when they want to put the hammer down take over the country and I caution people don't let them put a computer chip in you I mean they are doing it over in Sweden and some other countries but you don't know what's on there and I don't know. <laughs> you have your own mind. Why do you want to let somebody else control it? So people, they don't know how to empower themselves. And that's why, too, when that Wall Street Journal article happened back in 1983, things changed drastically. And that was before the Internet. And they thought the Internet would be wonderful to really control and manipulate us. It has been that to a degree, but it's a double-edged sword. There's a lot more of us than them. So we can use it in the right way to really root out the corruption globally through the Internet and go back. I don't mind people looking at me with the cameras, and I tell people don't be surprised when you walk past your TV instead of watching you, it winks at you because <laughs> be careful what you're wearing. But uh, who are you looking at me? Why can't I look back at you? Are you playing God with me? I don't understand why every keystroke goes up into a cloud somewhere. They have all this information on every single individual. So I'm not afraid because, again, when I let go and let God handle things when I can't, the miracles start happening. And every single time in my life, whatever negative thing came at me, it was reversed. And I don't need a witch's potion or whatever. I Again, related to witches, there's a lot of good things that they do. The witch doctors, they, they know how to use the plants, the, the Amazon. It hurts right. my heart so deeply to, to see what's down there. And that could be cures outside, of, natural cures without all these uh, pharmaceuticals, which I think are going to go by the wayside more and more because even just going on the Internet and looking at spiritual self-healing and uh, sounds to heal pain. There's so much out there that is coming out more and more that are helping people. I'm sorry? They're curing with light again. Uh, there's light therapy and yeah. uh, there's a lot of new therapies that harken back uh, to the days of Atlantis. Uh, uh, so all of that is coming back. Well, even my own life. I mean, I, uh, that's why I say every day is a miracle to me. And I was so blessed. I don't know how I was blessed with the earth angel I was for 35 and a half years, but that's how God worked in my life to give me what I needed to learn what unconditional love was. Cause that's how beautiful a woman this my wife was. So I, that's why in her memory, I'm committed to empowering women and indigenous people globally. She was 
truly an earth angel. And also uh, just to focus on gratitude and on, if your needs are met and you're not in a disaster, pray for those who are going through it. That's a wake-up call for them to figure out, you know, I'm still alive. That's a blessing. So what do I do from here? But again, just praying in general for the whole world. And uh, I heard you know, like the, the wall and the southern border, I don't know why we can't get to the root of things because all these drugs and things, uh, if people stopped taking it, they wouldn't have the market for it. Right. So a lot, a lot of it is conditioned by our own CIA too to bring the drugs in and keep people so they can keep having these uh, war games or whatever they're doing behind the scenes. So if we have, I mean, they have the Great Wall of China back in the day. It, it did some good, but they were totally different times. Uh, so you get the old song over under sideways down. The, I laugh at the wall on the border. No, it's. These people, too, I feel so sorry. I pray for them, especially the children. There's no need for them. I mean, if we're spending millions in Washington to set off fireworks and show off tanks, is that keeping these children in fear and depriving them and hurting them so horribly psychologically? I don't care what political party you're with. There's no. That's not America at all to me. And... Uh, the only way that we can prevent people from coming here more and more is to be the example for the rest of the world. That's what this country is supposed to be doing. Unite, show the people of the world, do you want to live under the regimes where you're totally controlled? And on that media review page that has the UFO stuff, there's also a beautiful YouTube presentation from about 30 years ago by a Russian defector. So all the socialist types... You take a good look at that because that's that's coming quick. If that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. Look out what you ask for. I grew up when Hitler was banging his shoe on the UN desk saying, we will bury you. I always thought it was atomic warfare, and I was taught to get under my little school desk in order to survive. That's really going to be great at ground zero. I'm going to be nothing but dust. So right. I can't. I don't have the fear. Actually, if uh, Kim Jong-il was able to launch something over here, I'd like to get right under it so that I'm not going to be around eating half-dead burnt bodies uh, to survive another day. No, thank you. So we're all going to go back into spirit. How we're going to go back is we don't know, but uh, like even the religious types that want to be prophetic and say oh, they know when the world's going to end, well, I know when it's going to end for everybody. It's when your mission is over and God calls you home. The big question is, are you ready for that? I have something to share, and this is how you connected in one way to my uh, uh, story. Uh, I have something that I've called uh, my primal vision. And my primal vision has been there since I've been a, a little kid. And it's there whenever I close my eyes. It plays out, and it's uh, it's been there for my whole uh, life, uh, actually. And I'll share it with you. I, I share this quite openly, and uh, occasionally I'll add a little bit more detail to it because some parts uh, um, haven't uh, unfolded yet. But anyway, um, I glimpse the top of a mountain shrouded in mist. Hovering on high, I can discern the ruins of an ancient Acropolis complex in the timeless twilight. I wait alone, formless in the silence. 
In time, a lone figure, powerfully built and clad in the skin of a lion, makes his way toward the abandoned temple of the highest. His hair and beard are still mostly brown, though streaked with white and gray. In his right hand, he wields a knobby club studded with bronze. My consciousness enters this figure, and henceforth I see through his eyes. I know that I am now Hercules, son of Zeus and progenitor of my line. Entering the fallen structure, I move through it unerringly until I reach a rectangular stone table, a long-neglected altar to the Olympians. Upon the altar is an antique horn from a heavenly bull, I tell myself. I then realize that I've been here many times before and that I know exactly what I must do. The horn is of monstrous size and etched with arcane glyphs. Some of the etchings are inlaid with silver or a silvery metal. I put down my club, cautiously lift the artifact to my lips, then blow into the smaller end with all my strength. The bellowing call echoes through the firmaments. With the horn of summoning still in hand, I exit the temple and peer purposefully into the murky skies near where I myself once hovered. I can detect faint presences, spirits that have answered my summons, who will help me in carrying out my Olympian mission. Some take on form while others remain formless, but this I know. All who have responded will assist me in some unique and important way. And with this realization, the vision starts to fade. I am blessed with a brief glimpse of the ruins restored to their former glory. The sky is lambent, blue, and clear. There are mythic beings engaged in joyous activity, I myself among them. And I realize that this is Mount Olympus my eternal point of origin and return, my heaven and my soul's true home. Now, recently, um, I had the experience of blowing the horn in my meditations. And within two days, um, people that I knew, uh, but not you know, very well, but I was familiar with, yourself included, uh, contacted me <laughs> and gave me the same information, not verbatim, that line by line, but generally the same information about the nature of reality, the, uh, that we're here on a mission, that everything ends, and, you know, and so forth and so on. So um, that made me pay attention. I always pay attention to you know, things that happen synchronistically. Uh, so uh, um, I'm looking forward to whatever un- adventure will unfold uh, through our interactions uh, and uh, th- that is why I said earlier that, you know, th- that I believe, you know, you're coming from another realm because that was powerfully synchronistic and uh, that was you. So uh, um, th- that basically explains a little bit about where I'm coming from personally. Well, we're all different puzzle parts. We all have different fingerprints and even just listening to each other's stories, we don't have to agree, but there's some no, resonance there that will be a lesson. I have, uh, and I just wanted to check this too as we get off too. We don't need more laws in Washington. We need more solutions. So keep that in mind when you go to the polls. I at 75 in September, since I've been able to vote, I've never gotten the president elected <laughs> who I have voted for. Uh, but I also did not vote for either Democrat or Republican. It's just a different flavor of ice cream if you really want to look at it carefully. It's the at least the ones with the most money. That's why nothing gets done. They're fighting on both sides constantly. So I cast my vote for the Libertarian candidate. People said, you're wasting your vote. I said, 
if you if you don't vote, don't even talk to me. But I didn't waste my vote at all. I put my vote out to the universe. I will not vote for the lesser of two evils. So that's how I voted. I don't vote that way either. Right. And I cross party lines all the time. People forget that before he became a Republican, President Trump was a Democrat for many, many years. And was very close with uh, Hillary and stuff, too. So there's things that he knows. But, uh, again, when... I look for a leader that leads by example based on uh, empowering other people under him. Don't tell me that the only way that I can please you is to sell my soul to you through loyalty. No, that that's somebody else that is by the name of Satan, I believe, or the devil. But uh, no, I, I will help you if I can, but I will do it in a transparent, ethical, legal, moral way. And uh, so... And, and uh, And on that note, we have to close because we had less than 10 seconds left. Thank you, Hugh. And thanks to all our listeners. Uh, Hugh will be on the show many times uh, in the future. So to be continued. Olympian blessings to all who have joined us on our adventure. Now go forth and create a better world. One filled with light and love. On behalf of the pride of Olympus and her crew, may your journeys be joyous.